0: Hey and welcome to Rise the Conversations with Jane and Mike. Um this is number 1 in our podcast. So so awesome to have everybody listening for our first um podcast. Can't even think of what it was called then. Um okay, so tonight we're going to be discussing your thoughts or not your truths and I'll tell you a little bit more about that topic um in a little while but Obviously, this is our first one, and you may or may not have come across us before. So for the purposes of anybody who's listening who doesn't know who we are, we'll quickly tell you about us, and then we'll dive into the content you're here to listen to us chat about, right? So um, I'm Jane. I am one half of the editing team and co-founder of the Rise magazine, um, which is the magazine obviously that kind of coincides with this particular podcast. Um, Aside from the magazine, I'm a coach for entrepreneurs and online business owners, and I specialize in helping them make impact while celebrating consistent 10K months so that they can earn the income they desire, and live the life that they absolutely deserve. So Mike, do you want to introduce you?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I'm Mike. I am also the the other half of the editing team at Rise. And I also host my own podcast alongside this one. And in my spare time, I also am a high-performance mindset coach. So my job is to put entrepreneurs I'm business owners in the best mental state to succeed. So a lot of it is up in the the head bit, and my job is to get you fixed there before the the outside stuff starts to starts to show or improve. So yes, yeah, it's, it's really exciting the uh, the inner work that I do, but also the performance side is actually quite quite cool as well.
0: You always make what you do some really really funky compared to mine um, And <laughs> okay so obviously we're here to talk about your thoughts and not your truths. but before I get into it um, and before we start chatting about it just kind of to give you an idea of what this podcast is we are like from time to time going to have guests on where we're gonna have them come on and they're gonna join in the conversations with us but ultimately every week we're gonna bring you a brand new episode if that's what they call podcast things. I'm not entirely sure, but we'll go with that. So every week we're going to be bringing you a brand new episode and it's basically going to be us taking a relevant topic whether it be something that you've asked us to cover, whether it's something that we've experienced during the week or just something that we think is really important to talk about right now. We're going to talk about it because the podcast is all about having conversations, right? And then occasionally we're going to be bringing on those guest people to join us in those conversations as well. But we're going to be covering a wide range of topics and everything is going to be geared towards the entrepreneur business owner and high-performing person who ultimately wants to rise in every single area of their life and win. So, like I've said, today we're talking about your thoughts and not your truths. So, basically, not everything you think is real or true. And 99% of people spend their life and operate in their life with the thinking that every single thing they think it's true and myself and Mike a year to kind of maybe if you're somebody that does that open your mind up to think about okay is it actually my truth or isn't it so Mike in your opinion how does this kind of hold people back?
1: Well I think it it can also come down to the idea of if, if you tell a lie often enough it becomes true. It's like if everyone tells you something's the case, then you're more likely to believe it, whether that be from from other people or from the media or from yourself. And everything from like the the things that you were born with, like the environment that you were in, playing a big part in success. If if you don't hear of the success stories, the the rags to riches type um, stories, then you're more likely to believe that the way that you're born, the environment that you were in, the friends that you spend your time with, that's gonna play a bigger part in the fact that you're not gonna think any different. So it is it is based on the things that you're exposed to, I think. And it does come down to the fact that if you're not given any I guess I guess it comes down to the idea of having a lot more conflict in the information that you're given. So if you're not given a lot of different perspectives you can then kind of be a bit more narrow in the way that you think and the things that you believe and then they can impact you in in quite negative ways I think
0: yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when it comes down to, you know, the, the kind of things we're talking about, there's, it's not just about, you know, the thoughts where people are telling themselves that, you know, they're not good enough, you know, I think, for, from my point of view, something that I know that I come across quite a bit with people is even down to the thoughts of, I don't have enough time, or, um, no, or no, no, you know, I, I'm not able to do that, or like, oh, yeah, but that wouldn't work for me and things, you know, I think one of the things that I learned on my own kind of journey as well is, so much of the kind of thoughts that come into our mind every day aren't necessarily even real. You know, it's the case of actually when we kind of question them or we ask for proof to, to prove to ourselves that what we've just said is real. Do you know, what, I don't know about you, but nine times out of 10, it's like, Oh, um, it's like my brain will go shit. Like we, we, we don't have any proof. Like what are we going to do now? And um, and so I think, you know, when obviously people might have viewed the title, you know, your thoughts and all your truths and automatically thought around the, the concept of maybe they're just saying, you know, maybe we're just talking about the, the concept of somebody saying that they, they're not good enough or they don't believe in themselves because those are really common kind of thoughts that people talk about not being real, right? But for me, it's also about lots of the other things that people tell themselves. Like literally, in a day... It's like 99% of people probably like almost every single one of their thoughts that they have in that day are not actually real, but they're making them real. They're making them, them truths. So, you know, it, I think it's just one of them people think about your thoughts as being really black and white. So when people say, you know, you've got to be careful what you're thinking automatically I think, because generally it's what most people talk about is the whole like lack of belief in yourself. Right. But actually We're talking about your thoughts down to, I don't have enough time, you know, because that one for a lot of people, it's not that they don't have enough time, it's that they're not doing enough with the time they have. But if they were to actually kind of examine that thought, and if they were to actually ask for concrete proof that they definitely don't have enough time and they were to question their thoughts, then actually they they probably could open up like a whole new world that they didn't even know existed before.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, just just from what you said there, I mean, I would, I would completely agree with all those things. And I guess you, you sort of pointed out as well is that your thoughts ultimately become actions as well. So when people have this idea of, oh, I don't have enough time, well, you, 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 you kind of act out your thoughts to a certain extent. Like you, you put them into, into place and they become actions. Like you say in the idea of, oh, I don't have time. Well, you want to act as if you don't have time. So you're going to have more on your to-do list that keeps you busy as opposed to productive. You're going to spend more time scrolling through like your, your social media feeds and all that kind of thing. But whenever anyone says, why aren't you moving forward? Why aren't you, you taking action? They'll say, oh, I don't have time. But they're, they're acting as if they don't have time by doing things that don't really matter or whatever the case may be. Now, there could be people listening to this, of course, where they are productive and they are still doing things that do move them forwards and if those people don't have time then they will probably turn around to this episode and say well I am being productive I've done all the the 80-20 analysis of my time and all of that kind of thing and so those types of people would have other thoughts that show up in different ways as well. So you mentioned uh, you mentioned not being good enough. Well, that that can that can show up and lead to actions in in a whole other different way, can't it?
0: Yeah, I mean it's the same as you know I can't make sales. Do you know how many people go around saying they can't make sales, and then what happens is? Because of the kind of energy and the way that they approach making sales, they don't make sales. But it's not because they can't make them; it's because they're telling themselves they can't make them, and it becomes a self self-fulf- self fulfilling prophecy because our actions are born from the thoughts in which we're operating from. So if we're operating from a space that, and as you said, you know, whether it's, I don't have enough time, I'm not good enough. I can't make sales. When we operate from that space, our actions are likely to kind of end up fulfilling the self prophecy that we're telling ourselves, you know? Uh, and, and I think, I think when we, when we th- say about thoughts it's so much more than just that initial kind of, Oh, I don't believe in myself enough. When we think about success and we think about somebody's day and we think about, you know, throughout somebody's day, if we were to ask somebody to kind of record every single thought that they had, I bet you could go through like 90% of them and be like, that's not your truth. That's not your truth. It's just many of us make it our truth, right? And therefore it ends up guiding us in a way that isn't necessarily in the best interest for us, but we follow it anyway, because we believe everything that we think is, is true.
1: Yeah and I I think we also do it because it's easy like it's so much easier to to believe that we're not good enough to do something because it keeps us where we are right if we have this idea of I'm not good enough and you know what if it fails and all all those kinds of things what would other people think if even if I was successful in some ways I mean we get to a certain point actually we start to think, well, what if I can do this? And then you've gotta you wanna got step up to the plate, right? So it it always always comes off negative, doesn't it? It always comes off where by the end result, the things that we do with the thoughts that we have are always negative, and these could be positive thoughts. I mean, people saying, "Oh well, be, wouldn't it be great if I sort of sees?" Well, yeah. Well, then we always turn it onto the positive. I think we we very, very rarely come out on the on the positive end of of our self talk. We very rarely get, you know, we don't, we don't have this self talk, this this inner conversation, and go, "Oh, you know what? I feel I feel really good today." Yeah. We, we, we we have this inner conversation, and we always end up like worse for it we always end up worse for it and I think I think it's partly to to make our lives easier but then at the end of the day we don't feel good about that fact either like we have the self-talk we have the the conversation and then that causes the negative feelings because well we don't feel good about the fact that we think we're not good enough so what happens is you mentioned the, the cycle and the fact that some of these things tend to feed on themselves is it is like you start feeling bad because you feel bad it's not about the the thing you start to like you almost judge the feeling right it's a bit like feeling worried because you feel worried and then that makes you feel more worried and then you're more worried about that and then well that then makes you more worried and it, it doesn't help does it you know it makes us it makes us worse and worse and worse over time so you realize that well in the end of the day it makes the situation bigger than I think it actually is which then comes back to this well it's part part of it might actually be true so a part of the story might be true but it might not be as intense as we're making it out to be what what, what would you say to that
0: yeah I mean I think I think there could be elements of some of the thoughts that are true, but equally we also have a choice as to whether we want to stay with our thoughts or stay with our thinking or stay with our story that we might be repeating to ourselves. You know, it's not a case of, you know, whatever we think or whatever story we have, even if it's the slightest bit true, we don't have to continue making it true. I think one of the things that when it comes to thoughts in that is I don't think people really appreciate or understand just how much power we hold over our own thoughts. When we are in a position where you mentioned worry, so we have that initial thought of worrying, we have Mm -hmm. two options in that moment. We have the option of stopping and changing that thought or going further down the worry path. For 99% of people, they're going to go further down that worry path because they don't understand see or recognize that they control their thoughts and not the other way around Um, and you know the one percent of people will recognize that feeling they'll recognize the thought and they'll stop it they'll change it and you know i think one of the main things is for a lot of people when it comes to all these thoughts is they magically think that every single one of these negative thoughts and everything that they doubt themselves on is going to magically disappear when they get to a certain success level they're sitting there and they're thinking Well, you know, when I'm as big as that person, I'm not going to have any of these worries. Or when I'm as big as that person, I'm not going to doubt myself at all. And we kind of have this thinking of, okay, because I'm not where I want to be yet. These thoughts and things are all things that I have to have. But when I get there, they're all going to magically disappear. And you know, the reality of it is, that's total bullshit. That isn't going to happen. It just isn't. Because when you get to there, you're going to have a whole... Like other kind of heap of stories and beliefs and upper limits and fears come into play. It's going to bring in a whole new level of thinking. And you might still have those moments where you, you doubt yourself or where you think, am I even good enough? And no, I shouldn't do this. And I don't have time. Your thoughts don't kind of magically change into being really positive when you reach a goal you know when you like get to a new level you can change your thoughts now even if you're right at the beginning if you're listening to this and you're right at the beginning of your journey into entrepreneurship or being a business owner you can change your thoughts now just like you'll be able to change your thoughts in 10 years time when you might be the ceo of a million dollar billion dollar empire it's not where you are it's having the understanding of what is a thought you know um, it's having the understanding of the power that you hold over your thoughts and that you can literally change how you feel and what you're thinking in a single moment by just making a different choice.
1: Yeah, and I think it kind of comes back to this this idea of trying to recognise them as well. Like you've got to recognise when it is true and you've got to do something about it or whether it's not true. And well, you know, you've still got to do something about it. It doesn't it doesn't change the fact that you've actually got to, you know, make a choice as you said, make a handful of decisions and then you've actually got to act on them whether or not they're true or not. You know? Like it's it's this idea of the fact, okay, well, when I'm successful, then it'll be sunshine and rainbows. And as you said before, it's not actually the case. I mean the the same the same thoughts tend to show up, they just make little tweaks. To, to try to make you still feel the, the negative things right like when, when it's a big difference between like writing stuff and then like, on, on Facebook say and then trying to, to write things for, for magazines like, like our magazine for instance <laughs> and it's it's the same thing the, the fear will still will still show up but because it's at a bigger level that doesn't doesn't mean that. Oh, okay. I won't feel that fear then. I won't feel the worry. I won't worry if if it's good enough. I won't worry what the the magazine editors will think. But it, it's uh, it's it's having the it's having the understanding that this never goes away. It's never going to go away. Everyone feels it. We feel it. There are people that are running multi-million dollar companies that feel it. There are The only people that tend to not really feel fear are people that are, I guess, that they're comfortable where they are. So people that are quite content with the way that their life is. You know, the, the business is going well. Life is going well. You name it, right? The only people that don't feel those types of things around the business is that when they're not actually pushing outside of their comfort zone. So if people are making the money that they want to make, they're living the life that they want to live, the type of person that sort of made it, you know, and they're they're there and life is all good. They'll probably not feel... They probably won't feel it as much as someone that's, that's striving for more and is pushing forwards, which sort of means then that it's this idea of as long as you're being uncomfortable, as long as you're trying to, to push forwards and achieve something, this is actually going to show up no matter what, which if you're listening to this, you've got to be able to recognise that's the case you've got to understand that that's going to happen no matter what and ultimately as you said Jane you've got to make the choice whether you're going to do something about it or not
0: you know you you know that I kind of when it comes to a lot of this type of stuff you know that I, I tend to kind of see and believe that for a lot of people these kind of thoughts that are set out to stop them Um, tend to be coming from that place of because they're doing something they haven't done before, they're striving for something they haven't done before and it kind of like kicks fear off for them and then Mm -hmm. well you know the last week you know I had a complete case of where this happened to me myself you know and it's not it's not that it doesn't happen to everybody uh, to anybody, it, it literally does I went and I set a massive goal that this was the year that I was going to be on like TV and I was going to be interviewed everywhere. And it was like, and, and as soon as I kind of set that goal and made it non-negotiable, amazing opportunities started coming my way. And last week was my first kind of TV type of thing. And so I had to fly up and, you know, you obviously know it all, but for the people listening, uh, I had to fly up. Um, to go to to film and um, to have hair and makeup done and all this stuff, and it was taking me completely out of um, a comfort zone that I had got to. And for a lot of people, they might be obviously not everybody here knows me, but for a lot of people in my kind of community, um, you know, they were all just like, "Oh, you're gonna smash it! It's gonna be amazing." And um, they, they see me as somebody that's reached kind of a, a lot of successes that they're trying to get to. So in a lot of their eyes, you know, I, I don't have these moments anymore, you know. Um, but we, I know I went. And the minute that I got up at 3 a.m. to get in the car to drive to the airport, those thoughts were there. The thoughts of, why are you doing this? You're not good enough my God, who the hell's going to want to watch you do anything? It was things like, just just forget it. Just literally just forget it. Even to the point where I checked in, I was on the plane. It was like, turn around, just go. And at one point, because my husband came with me, at one point, I just sat there and I said to him, why can't I just be happy with working in McDonald's, just kind of like sitting on the settee <laughs> and doing yeah. nothing? Like, why can't I just be happy doing that? Like, I just go home and I'll apply to work for McDonald's and be done with this everything. thing. And he just kind of looked at me as if I'd suddenly grown three heads. And he was like, but but you're too good to be just working at McDonald's. And listen, if there's anybody listening that works at McDonald's, I am in no way, no way undervaluing or undermining or trying to say that you don't do a good job at all. It's just that kind of just what came out for me. And, you know, but but the thing is, despite all those thoughts, and for, you know, a couple of years ago, like three or four years ago, I would have turned around, come back, and that would have been it, you know? Um, and for a lot of people they wouldn't have gone through with it because they wouldn't have understood and recognized what was going on I mean did I mean any of those things that I was saying or thinking no not really it was all coming from that place of fear and that fear just wanted to stop me because it was afraid of the unknown you know afraid of but if she actually goes through with this and then that's going to mean she's going to go through with all the other ones and oh my god before we know it and it snowballed into just being afraid of the unknown for my fear. So it was set out to try and stop me. But unlike what a lot of people do, I could recognize that. I understood what those thoughts and things, it doesn't mean I didn't feel them at the time. And it doesn't mean that it took a lot of grit and determination to switch every single one of them off and still go through with it. But it's the fact that it, when people think about kind of these thoughts to stop you and, and, and all this type of stuff, it's never, like, they don't just stop because you reach certain kind of levels of success. They don't just turn off. Because, it's not as if they sit there and they go, okay, well, she or he has reached that level of success. Now we can turn off. We, we're we not going to bother playing with them anymore. Um, you know, they still come about. The only difference between you know, people, successful people then, let's say, and people who are just starting out naming aiming to get to that level, is that those who have already got there understand that together, you've got to damn well be in control of your thoughts and understand and be willing to question yourself and have the discipline to say, is that really true? Versus, you know, the person who just kind of takes every single thought that they have as the truth and runs with it
1: yeah for sure i mean i i know i 've had i 've had plenty of experiences as well but um one of the the things that, that before I share mine is i want to i want to think about the idea of we don 't really question these these negative things and we spend more time questioning the positives something that that I found so if if you say some if you say, if you say to someone you know you 're amazing just just focus on it, just do it, you'll be fine, it'll all work out, they are the things that we spend a lot of time questioning, we don't question like you're rubbish, we don't question you don't know enough, we don't question, <laughs> you know, what what would other people think, well people might think it's amazing, you know, people might think you're the best at whatever it is that you do, but we don't we don't actually think about things in that way. And I, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about this. I'm sure you probably aware, But um, it's, <laughs> it's, having, it's having the ability to, to question everything. You can question the positives if you want. You know, we all do it. But we need to spend more time, I think, questioning the negative thoughts as well. And um, my, my experience—I don't know if you had this, Jane—but my first ever experience um, on on TV, I, I was interviewed on on a show on Sky, and I was same as you. I was a bit of a hot mess, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I actually, I, I actually take um some some supplements as well to help me sleep and things help me relax because I am quite all go most of the day and I I actually took some like before I was going on (laughs) to like help me relax so I could go on but when when I'd actually got on it was fine like when I was actually doing the thing it was it was fine. Like I didn't have the same the same thoughts. It felt as if like time had stood still. Yeah. I just I just seemed to have like I don't know. I just found the words to say you, you, when you're interviewed. You just find yourself. Hang on, I'm actually able to answer these questions. Why? Why was I worried before? You know. And I, after you've done the thing, after you've done that thing that you were kicking yourself about doing in the first place, and almost turning around and going back the other way, once you've done the thing. Once you've, you've done it, you're like, okay, I didn't, I didn't even need to worry. Like, why, yeah. why, why, why was I so bothered? Why was I so convinced that I would do such a bad job? And then at, at the end of mine, they were like, oh, it was such a good story. It was really good. It went on for a little bit longer than we wanted, but we can probably cut it and make it a bit shorter. The actual content was, was great. I actually got a lot of positive ve- feedback from like, the producers and, and all that kind of thing. And it was like, well, why, why was I worried? Like, what What triggered it? What was the the reason? And it is the fact that it is something that's uncomfortable. It is something that's new. It's something that you can't actually predict the outcome of until you've done it and gone ahead and done it. But what, when I was doing the thing, it felt like, I don't know, like I just was on this complete and total high. It just, just felt like my heart was going at, like, a mile a minute and, and all that kind of thing. And afterwards, I was genuinely questioning the you know, the fear, you know, it's like, why? Like, there was nothing wrong. Like, why why do it? And it actually kind of reminded me of the first time I ever went on a roller coaster as well. So I'm not a huge fan of roller coasters. um, But when I actually went on my first one... It was the same thing. Like, I was worried, talking myself out of it. One of my friends actually was able to, like, keep me in the line because it was, like, trying to, like, wander backwards, you know, never going on there, never going on. But he actually kept me like, nope, you're staying. Come on, get on. Went on together, and it was the same thing. Like, I was talking myself out of it. The fear was happening like hell for leather. But when I was on the roller coaster, you know, you're kind of strapped in on yourself, I couldn't move at that point. It was, it was like, you know, <laughs> you're going on the roller coaster now, I'm like, here we go, good luck. And it took me for the, the spin, right? And like, it was the same thing. My heart was pounding, felt like time would stood still. I got off the roller coaster, jelly legs, probably sweating quite a lot as well. And I got off, it was like, that was amazing. So, so did, you, did you actually have the same or similar experience yourself on that one?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it wasn't you know as soon as as soon as I suppose I'd given that fear no option, but I'm just gonna go through with this, like regardless of what you say. Uh, it it was completely different, you know, actually doing it. All those kind of thoughts and things had gone, um. Uh, but it was it was like you, it was the lead up to it, um. And you know, and I think when you said about people don't kind of question the negative thoughts enough. I think people don't question their thoughts in general enough, you know, and, and that's all kind of thoughts. I think people, people are probably a bit more open to questioning those thoughts around I can't do, I'm not good enough, because there's a lot of kind of talk about that out there, like a lot of those motivational videos they probably watch talk about the fact that they are good enough and all that type of stuff. But what people don't question is their everyday thoughts. So they don't question the everyday rules that they are putting up as excuses for why they're not doing what they should be doing to get to where they want to get to. So, you know, like we talked about the, I don't have enough time one. Do you know how many people say I don't have enough time and they never question it? They never question whether that's the case for them. They never question why it's true. They never question what they could be doing differently. They just continue to take the, I don't have enough time. And it's I suppose it's very similar with, um, you know, people who want to lose weight but are not losing weight. And then honestly, do anything for it. You know, one really common one for those types of people is, "Oh, nothing works for me," or, "Um, I don't have enough time to cook anything healthy." You know, yeah. and 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 actually, those are all like. And I know it sounds crazy because it, it it's so strange to think that somebody who is there, who you know, desperately. And, and it has this amazing goal that, that would make them feel different and they absolutely, truly want to get to that goal, would have these thoughts that actually stop them. But they do. And, you know, that whole I don't have enough time or I can't or I don't have the same connections or I don't know how to do something, they are all, at the end of the day, a thought that becomes a wall that stops us from getting what we want and from achieving it. So whether it's losing weight or whether it's getting sales or whether it's getting opportunities, you know, our thoughts uh, the, uh, can, can e- so easily stop us from taking that action. And I don't think people question what they make in their truths. You know, they just don't question, is this really my truth or am I just making it one? You know, does it have to be my truth? Because it doesn't. Just because you, you thought it, just because you're thinking it doesn't mean it has to be that way, right? Like you can change it. I don't know mm. about you, but I think one of one of the most powerful things I ever learned in this whole kind of crazy journey that I've been on, and certainly the definitely the one of one of the biggest things not necessarily the only thing but one of the biggest things that has definitely helped me you know in recent years to really kind of propel myself forward to where I want to get to and and everything that I've been able to achieve so far and what I want to achieve is understanding the power of my thoughts and questioning myself questioning my thoughts and deciding whether I'm going to make it my truth or not I don't know if it's the same for you but it's definitely been one of the most powerfulest things I've ever kind of done
1: yeah and I think as well it's it's about being being open to the possibility that you're wrong like we often I mean it was a while ago when I heard it it was like don't believe everything that you think you know like this, is just because you think it doesn't mean that it's true. I mean, when I because I'm I'm also quite big into things like science and things, and I listen to science podcasts and, and all that kind of thing. And when, when when people do go down this road of like trying to find out what's actually the case and what's right and what's wrong, it's it's actually a case of being less wrong rather than being right because. Once, once you've found something, because of how it works, right? You're just less wrong than what you were last time. Like there's no, there's no such thing as a definite. There's no such thing as this is just the way it is. This is just the way my life is. Therefore, there's nothing I can do about it. And I think people, people have this little button in in, in their head where they just accept that their life is just the way that it is like the thoughts that they have like i'm not good enough time oh I'll just that, ac- i just accept that and then that's it that's fine now i'm not saying that you're not allowed to accept anything what i'm saying is is that shouldn't stop you from actually going after what you want because i think a- accepting it is a big Part of moving forwards like if you're if, if you're coming up against resistance the whole time and you're trying to fight it and you can't accept it one little bit that's going to make your life a lot harder than the, the person that will accept that that's the way that they're thinking accept that that's the way that they're feeling but then making the decision making the choice to turn around and say well i'm going to act anyway because you know at the very least I get to find out if what I think what I feel is actually the case you get to find out and become less wrong next time the more action that you take
0: yeah you know I think that when somebody you know is having I think it's just getting into the habit you know for me I think it, you know you can decide anything right you can decide to make anything you know your truth you can decide to make anything your kind of reality and obviously our reality tends to uh, come from our our thoughts and things but I think you know if we if we're talking about you know the steps that people can make like if we think about what positive steps people can make forward to maybe start changing their relationship with their thoughts and really start kind of making their thoughts work for them rather than their thoughts controlling them and stopping them from where they want to get to. You know, for me, um, I don't know about what you would suggest to people, but I suppose one of the things for me would be people getting into the habit, the habit of questioning their thoughts, whether we're talking, you know, whether it's something as simple as I don't feel like getting out of bed or I don't have time or I don't really feel like going outside today or I don't feel like doing something. It's always just getting into the habit of questioning yourself. It's getting into the habit of questioning that thought that's coming into your head and asking yourself, okay, so, you know, do I have any proof that this is real? Do I have any proof that this is true? And, um, you know, and, and asking yourself, okay, is this the, the, the feeling or the thought that is going to serve me moving forward? Like, is this going to serve me right now? Or, okay, do I really feel like this? Or am I just saying I feel like this so I don't take some particular action? I think, you know, it's getting into that initial habit of questioning it. It's getting into the habit of actually questioning and, you know, your thoughts so that you can start to make that powerful change.
1: Yeah, I quite quite like the... The idea of of starting small as well, in a way of getting into the habit. So you mentioned like questioning the everyday. I think that's definitely <clears throat> that's definitely something that people could could use like straight away. Like you, you mentioned, not wanting to get out of bed, which is quite a popular one, particularly of the weekend. Uh, but we we need to actually start to question like the little things because I think I think it does build up over time there is this element of you build up a little bit of momentum with it and you build up this sense of I questioned it and I was, I was able to do something about it like it wasn't actually the case and you start to build up this you end up start building up like the experience I guess of questioning Acting on the fact that you have questioned it, and then getting a positive results at the end. I think the more, the more and more people do that, the more then they can start tackling the uh, the bigger things and the the bigger questions that they have about the fact that you know maybe they don't think that they're good enough to achieve what they want. It's very hard to just to go against that. It's very hard to go against something that strong, without this idea of well, you've questioned stuff before and it's worked out okay, maybe you can question this one as well, and it'll still work out okay. I think there is this element of starting small and building the habit that's definitely key for someone, particularly that, that does have those those bigger, like deep beliefs that are struggling, you know, that they're, they're keeping them back, they're stopping them from taking action. I think starting small is definitely the, the way to go.
0: Yeah, you know, I think people might be surprised at just how much, Things change for them when they take that action, you know, and when they take the positive action rather than just sitting with that negative thought. Um, and I think, you know, once you start to see proof, the things can be so much different when you kind of have when you're choosing your truth rather than just taking every single kind of thought you have as your truth. You 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 kind of get into the habit of just questioning everything then you know once you once you can start to see how beneficial it can be you just kind of get into the habit of doing it more often um and you know i think for me i would say to people though don't be afraid of it you know even though like even though it can be a complete roller coaster of a ride and even though it can be it can be draining if you're if you're having a really kind of if you're really pushing that fear it can be a really draining kind of time initially but you know it's worth it Um, and don't be afraid of it because it's it's not something to fear it's not something to be afraid of it's it's just something to embrace and understand that it's going to be a roller coaster but at the end of it it's going to benefit you in such a more beneficial way than if you just sit there with with, with the kind of thoughts and the excuse, and the excuses that you make your truths, and ultimately, you're really not going to get to where you want to be when you do that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, if 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 you could boil it all down a little bit just before we probably sign off for our for our first episode, um, what what would you say would be the the key things in in your mind around? around not listening to the, the things that might not actually be the case?
0: Um, in what way?
1: Well, I mean, for, for me, for instance, one of the first things is you've got, to be, you've got to be very aware of what's true and what's not. So you've got to start asking yourself, is it actually true? So if there's one question that, that I would invite all of our listeners to ask, it would be, is what you're thinking actually the case. That'd be my that'd be my go-to starting point. How how, how would you take it from there?
0: Um so one of the ones that I really like to ask myself is for proof. So do I do I have proof like concrete hard proof that I can show myself that this is true? Um and more often than not we can't actually um we can't actually find anything. And like I said (laughs) earlier, that's that moment where your fear kind of goes, oh shit what are we meant to say now? Like she's asking me for proof, like what the hell? Like she's supposed (laughs) to just take this as being like gospel. It's a bit like Inside Out, right? If anybody's watched the Inside Out film, but that's exactly like what goes on, right? It's that little purple dude is sitting at the control center going like, we're not going to do that. That's too scary. <laughs> that's too scary. Just um, keeping everybody else at bay and is like throwing all these stories up. Um, and when we ask you for proof, I sometimes like to picture. And I tend to think when you, when you put your thoughts into like things like that, they seem to be a bit more kind of like, they're less fearful of like dealing with, right? Because they're just like fluffy little Disney characters. Um, but you know I tend to when I ask myself for proof I tend to have that kind of thought where I'm just imagining my fear like running around the control centre being like quick we need to find something she's asking for proof like quick like she's gonna she's gonna do this if we don't come up with some type of proof but yeah so one of the things to me is definitely asking for proof Um, ask yourself for proof you know and it can't be a made up proof It it needs to be proof that's actually real and valid
1: yeah, it was funny you mentioned that film because, uh, yeah, it's amazing how realistic it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's it's I I've watched it a few times. I think I watched it quite uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I was just like, oh, it's amazing what can happen. If it's amazing how realistic it is. I mean, when 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 you see like the um, the worry person as yeah. well like going around like changing all of the, yeah. the scenes or something it's like it's amazing how realistic that is because we do we do like um, experience certain things for, for certain reasons and it's yeah it's, it's amazing what can happen but yeah i would will, I will definitely echo the idea of of looking for proof and and that kind of thing and I guess one of the one of the the most powerful things that this does. I mean, I, I'm not sure if we've actually spoken about it. We've been going for, for quite a while now. Is the idea of of doubting it? So the doubt has a very very strange impact on us. It's almost like it. it it's almost like it gradually starts to break some of the, the links in the chain. So if if you're doubting things over time, that will slowly eat away at the thoughts that you have and the beliefs that you have and the way that you, you run your, your life, pretty much. So if, if you doubt something and there's evidence to the, the contrary of something, over the like time of, say, a month of constantly doubting the same thing and then finding proof and there not being any, you know, looking for proof and, oh, look, there's no evidence to support that, just the just the process of doing that, I think that will that, that can have some pretty major changes over time for sure
0: yeah, absolutely I would um definitely agree with that, and you know I just kind of I think you know, the big kind of message for today that we would love for you to take away is just you have the power to make Whatever it is, your truth. It doesn't have to be every single thought that comes into your mind. It doesn't have to be those negative ones. It doesn't have to be the thoughts that are sent to stop you. You know, ultimately, when it comes to your thoughts, you are in control, and they are the most powerful things that we have in our life. Right? Is how we are thinking because how we are thinking affects what we do, and it affects how we feel, and it affects ultimately and what it is that we get from our life. So big takeaway from today, you are in control of your truths, And it's not every thought that you get is necessarily true for you. And the minute that you start to explore it, and the minute that you start to question, and the minute that you start to just really take hold of the power that you hold over your thoughts, like literally, so much can change for you. So, just start even if it's something small. start with that questioning and start without doubting, start without that asking for proof and just see how your 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 world can kind of change as a result so and um That probably about wraps it up for episode one. Um, We're going to be doing them weekly, obviously, and we would love to know what you would like to hear us chat about. I mean, me and Mike tend to love chatting about pretty much anything, and we could probably make a podcast issue on literally anything, any kind of topic. But um, if there's something in particular that you would love to hear us talk about uh, around like lifestyle, mindset, business, whether it's strategy or you know, even for health and fitness, for example. Please send them in to us. Um, you can get us on all the RISE Magazine social media accounts. You can also send us an email at rise magazine online at gmail.com. And if you haven't checked out the RISE issues yet, um, head over. When we're recording this one, we've currently got two out. So you can do... Um, bit.ly forward slash rise issue one and for issue two you can go rise issue two exactly the same thing um so we have loved being with you for our first one and we look forward to seeing you again next week and hope that you're gonna join us to be lifelong listeners so we we'll see you all soon bye, bye.